I don't know. I, I, I was very self-conscious, but I don't know. I'm sure they've seen a lot worse. Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire. We are your hosts, Frank and Andrew. I am Frank. He is Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Frank, I'm doing very well this week. How are you? I am good. I am relaxed, fresh off the plane from Mexico. Fresh off the plane. It was a close call, right? Was... Dude, I'll tell you. Well, oh, well a couple things. Oh, a couple, oh, a, couple a, things. A, a numerous of things. So one, close call is in. I didn't get my passport until 5 o'clock the day before we were leaving. Yeah, that's a close Nuts, call. Right? Yeah. Very close. It was such an annoying process. More on that later. Second close call. The same day that we took off from O'Hare to go to Mexico, another plane took off and hit birds and their engine exploded and they had to turn around and come back. Oh, the same day, very close to the same time. I think it left a half hour before us or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it uh, it hit birds as it was taken off. Right. Yeah. And then it like turned around right before it could get very far. And then I think that's it. And then I learned I am getting worse and worse as a flyer. Oh, really? Very bad. Well, it's always been bad because I get motion sick. Yeah. Okay. So it's always been bad in that aspect where it's like I can't I have to like shut myself down during takeoff and landing. Have you tried the pills? I'm going to. So, yes. So I usually take like Dramamine. Okay. But then I realized like, man, I'm just getting like. To be a nervous flyer, and yeah. I think it starts because I I dread the fact that I'm gonna be nauseous. Yeah, like now you're like in your head about it. But now I'm just like God, I hate it. I absolutely cannot stand it. It's so bad. Yeah. Like I, I. Now I know you're a parent, but have you considered getting absolutely blitzed on so the, as soon as you get on the my, plane? So now that I'm on the Dramamine dr- train, yeah. My thought is. Benadryl knocks me out. Yeah. So my thought is, instead of Dramamine, <laughs> let's just take a Benadryl like 40 minutes before the flight bo- or takes <laughs> off. Yeah. That way I pass out as soon as I sit down on the plane, and I'm just out for the whole thing. Yeah. And by the time you're in there, you're good. That's exact. So like on the way home, I took the Dramamine, so I was good. And like right after takeoff, I just passed out. I was so tired. I mean, we were we were coming back, so you know you're always tired. Mm-hmm. I was out the entire flight back. The entire flight. How long a flight is that? Four hours? Four hours. Yeah, yeah okay. just just under. We had, dude, we made great, on the way down there, they were like, yeah, we made great time. We're, we were there like a half hour early. Which that's is a, that's incredible. Yeah. My family just came from Poland and they were like an hour late. Their flight was 30 minutes late. And then uh, like the little sign says they arrived. Mm-hmm. They didn't arrive yet. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, speaking of passports. My mom had to ask the flight attendant to find her passport because they got on the plane and she realized she didn't have her passport. Oh, geez. She she left it with the ticket person. Oh, really? A, yeah. So, like, wow. she wants to, like, get off the plane. They're like, you can't get off the plane. We'll have to find your passport for you. Wow. That's nuts. Like, she was that close to, like, flying back to America and, like, Without not have a passport. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that would suck. Cause it's like the whole when we were leaving, it's funny because like when you I, and I know it's Mexico, so because it's to Mexico, we didn't leave 
even though we did we we're going international we left from the not international turn like just a regular yeah terminal, yeah which is was weird because then when we came back we were in the yeah. the customs is weird how they decide who goes where yeah yeah but yeah but so, you were saying about your passport so my passport right <clears throat> we didn't know it had expired because it expired like I think it expired on my birthday this year. So okay. it was gonna expire while we were gone, I think. Which uh, obviously is so, not good. <laughs> so it would have been good on your way there, but not on the way back. I think so. I think that's what it was. <laughs> so we're like, shit, we need to renew this, right? And yeah. we were eight or nine weeks out. So I was like, good, we'll just expedite it. They say that'll come in four to six weeks, we'll be fine. So we send it out, and then we get a letter in the mail that it's like, hey, the pictures that you sent with your application have been edited. Please send new pictures. I'm like, I got these taken at Walgreens. Yeah. I didn't go to the post office. I did Walgreens. Okay. I'm like, so what is Walgreens? So clearly the person at Walgreens didn't know what they were doing and somehow yeah. edited the picture. Yeah, maybe they threw a filter on there or something. Yeah, I butterfly face or something. I don't know. But so then I have to uh, get new pictures and send that. So not only is it the mail time for us to get that letter, yeah. it's the time for us to send it back, which I did, you know, absolutely the next day. Yeah. But then it's like we're watching and we're watching, right? And we're yeah. like, okay, it still says in process. It still says in process. And we're like, shit, what are we going to do? Because you call them. First off, you call them. It's two weeks out. Yeah. If you're traveling in more than 14 days, they do absolutely nothing for you. Absolutely yeah. nothing. They're like, oh, you're not even two de- two weeks out? No. Like, yeah. Bye. Call, call back when, you ha- when you're panicking. Exactly. So then it's two weeks in. And I call, and they're like, oh, it says it's in process. Um, There's really nothing we could do right now. And I'm like, hold up. What is the point of me calling within 14 days if you're not going to change anything? You know? Yeah. So then I call again, and they're like, oh, well, basically what we do is set up an appointment for you at the passport office in Chicago. And I said, okay, great. Can you do that? And they go, well, we don't have an opening there. And I said, okay, I'll call back and see if there's a cancellation or something. I'm willing to bet if they talked to you the first time, they would have had an opening. I know. (laughs) So then I call back, and so it's like getting closer and closer, right? And it Mm -hmm. keeps saying in process. And so then I call back, and I was like, hey, yo, I'm traveling in like – six days i need to figure this out and they're like okay well chicago's booked indianapolis is booked the closest place to you for that has an open appointment is buffalo new york and i'm like the closest passport agency is across the country country. is in new york that was that had an appointment open and i was like like we're in the midwest that's literally (laughs) like as far as you can go i was like (laughs) <laughs> oh, it was okay. So technically, it was Buffalo, New York. I should state that. Okay, Buffalo, New York. Still, but so then I'm like, okay, well, how often are there cancel cancel cancellations and stuff? And they're like, it happens, but it's first come first serve. You have to call us at eight o'clock in the morning and see if anybody canceled. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'll try that because I'm not flying to freaking Buffalo, right? Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then Chris is like, oh, I heard if you write to your state representative, they can help you. So then we're emailing our state representative being like, hey, help me out. You know, what can you do? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then, so we're we're doing that. And we're like two days out. 
Did you hear right. anything from your state representative? Yes. Yeah. So they call, emailed back right away. Obviously oh, not that. Wow. It's clearly their office. Yeah, but still, that's that yeah. that alone, like a so, quick response time is impressive. Name? Something. Her last name is Underwood. I forget her first name. But we emailed that office, and they emailed back the same day with a letter saying, "Sign this. It's a release for us to look into it." Okay. So we signed that, sent it back that evening, and then they responded the next day, something like, "Okay, we're gonna do our next thing." Don't know what that was. But so we're two days out, and I call them, and I'm like, yo, I need an appointment. Is there any cancelizations? And they're like, no, you can go to Buffalo on Thursday at, like, 4 p.m. Okay, we're leaving Friday morning. So I would have yeah. had to leave Thursday morning, go to fly Buffalo, to Buffalo, get my back. appointment, fly back, and then leave Friday morning. Yeah, but you're not doing that. I was like, I'm not doing that. I don't know Buffalo. What, I'm, you think I'm going to be able to just fly there and back? I was like, the stress of that. So now yeah. Chris and I are looking into other options. Like, all right, well, I guess we'll just cancel. We have a 24-hour cancellation period for the resort that we're staying yeah. at in Mexico. We can cancel. We're going to lose our flight probably because we didn't get the flight insurance. And I remember when Carissa bought the flight, she's like, do you want me to get the flight insurance? I was like, no, what could go wrong? <laughs> I was like, well, we don't need that. It's an extra $150. Screw that. Famous last words. Yeah. So I was like, all right, whatever. So we're looking at different things to go do. We're like, oh, we'll go, go stay in a cabin in the middle of Nashville or something like that, right? That that was kind of what we were thinking. So then I call that later that day to see if there's another cancellation. And they go, oh, you don't need an appointment anyway. It says that your passport is being printed. And I said, okay, that's fine and dandy, but I need it in 24 hours. Yeah. And they go, oh, well, now that it's saying it's printed, we can't even make you an appointment, so there's literally nothing we can do. Ugh. I'm like, God. okay, this system is messed up. Yeah. Right? They're like, yeah, no, because now it's no longer in process, there's no reason for us to make an appointment for you. To expedite. Our job is done. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, can you give me anything, like, they're like, no. I go, okay. They're like, just keep an eye on the website that, you know, you can check your application status. I said, fine. Yeah. So I'm checking and I'm checking and it never says like printing or anything. It just continues to say in process. In pr it never says like out for delivery. Nothing. It just says in process, in process. Mm -hmm. So I call them back and I'm like, yo, they told me I didn't need an appointment because it's in printing and I need to figure out when this is getting to me. And they're like, okay. Here we go. And I'm like, okay, well, can you tell me where it is? Like, is it printed? Is it shipped? And they're like, we have none of that information. And I was like, okay, you said it's printing. So what can I do? And they're like, well, you can call the post office and see if they have a tracking number for it. And I was like, I don't think I can just call them and be like, hey, I need, I have a passport in the mail. Can you track it for me without any kind of information? Yeah. And they're like, oh, let me see. And so then they give me a tracking number. They're like, here's the tracking number for your passport. I was like, oh, so it's in the mail. They're like, well, a label has been created. Yeah. Oh, the 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 words <laughs> label has been created is the – as someone whose job it is to just order things yes. and have them delivered, the words label has been created <laughs> is the terrible. bane of my existence. Dude. Because I cannot tell you how many countless tracking numbers I have typed into – like yes. FedEx.com, yes. and all it says is label is created. So then I go, sweet. I need to see where this package is because <laughs> I don't, I can't track it yet because yep. when I, when you hit track, it's like label uh, not there. So I go, okay, what do I got to do? And they go, oh, call the post office. They'll tell you. 
I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's true. Gosh. But I'm going to try. Because at this, this point, person, we are desperate, dude. Yeah, this person just doesn't want to talk to you is what it I'll is. I'll tell you what. It was a different single. It was It was a different person every single time. Yeah, and, and I'm telling I you, every say, single time, <laughs> they did not want to talk to you. I'm going to say some of the nicest customer service I've ever been a part of. I'm sure, yeah. Of course, they're the nicest customer customer service people you've spoken to from what i can tell their job is to get you off the phone as soon as possible and actually help you they don't have to care about you at all i you know what the first couple times it definitely felt like that but (laughs) there were a few of them that were like oh well let me help and then they're like yeah you're gonna have to go to buffalo oh okay so anyway here we go all right where was i i'm on the phone with the post office right yeah that's where i'm at so I call the post office, and it's this southern charm bell of a ball, right? Oh, honey, how you doing? And I go, I'm good. You know, I need this. And she goes, uh, they told you what? <laughs> like, the, oh, the post no. office place told me I could call you with this tracking number, and you could tell me what the next step I could do. Because I was like, if there's a way to see if – because you when could you pay applied, for extra shipping exactly, or exactly. when you applied, you had to pick expedited shipping. And I'm yeah. like, I'm pretty sure I did that. If I didn't, I want to do that. And if I did, I even want to see if you can intercept it and make it happen faster. Yeah. Here's, sure, my, here's my question. Frank. Yeah. So you are what? 24 hours out at this point? Or 48 I am, hours I, out? Let's say I'm like 30. I'm 24 hours out from needing my passport. Yeah. How much are you willing to pay? To guarantee that passport arrives. 200 bucks. 200. Because honestly, we could cancel our resort. Yeah. We were going to be out the cost of the flight, which wasn't terrible, but it wasn't so bad where I was like, this is the end of the world. And it was also like, I felt like there was a way we maybe could have called the airport and be like, yo, this happened. What steps can we take to change our flights or something like that? But you're not doing 250? I'll do 250. You're not doing 300? I don't think so. I mean, that's it was a lot of money to just like, like, cause I could have bought a flight to Buffalo, yeah. you know, but I wasn't gonna, do, I wasn't doing that. I think I would have gone like up to, like, cause like it's not just your trip, it's like the family's vacation, right? Well, just Carissa and I. Yeah, but, but it's a family vacation. You two, yeah. the two of you, like. Yeah. I think I'm going up to like 400 bucks before I say no, that's too much. <laughs> but to do what? Like, to have them intercept it? You see, that's the thing. Like, you need a guarantee it is arriving. Exactly. So if they could guarantee that they could intercept that and have it to me within, like, 14 hours or something, I'd have been like, yeah, here's $500. No problem. You know? But just to, like, pay for extra expedition? Exactly. Where there's no guarantee. I see. Okay. no way. So this this, (laughs) this lady's like... Well, we can't do that. And she's like, do you have a tracking number? And I said, yes. And so I give her the tracking number. And she goes, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> I go, yes, because it probably says label's been created, but tracking number not installed or whatever the freaking phrase was. Yeah. And so I'm on the phone with this person for 20 minutes and she's trying whatever she can. And I'm like, can you at least tell me, can you like, what can you tell me? And she goes, literally nothing. If this, if I don't have the tracking number. Yeah. And I said, great thing. Nicest, probably yeah. the other nicest thing. Okay. Yeah. At that point, there's nothing they can do. You say thank exactly. you and you hang yeah. up. And she was super nice about it. And she was just kind of like, well, they shouldn't have told you that. You know, here, I'll try to do whatever I can. And she did. And there was nothing, obviously. Yeah. So 
Then I call the passport place again. And this, you know, and every single time I've gotten a different person, I'm like, man, there's got to be a lot of you working because I've called a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) So then he goes, okay, well, I got an appointment for you. And I go, okay, where? He goes, San Antonio. I'm like, what? Dude. I might as well just try to make a pit stop on my way to Mexico. What yeah. is the point At of this? At that point, you're driving to San Antonio and then driving on through to Mexico. Right? I'm like, geez. And he goes, yeah, you probably don't want to do that, huh? And I was like, no, not even a little bit. So he goes, okay, well, you have your tracking number? And I said, yes. And they said, it says printed. That's all we can tell you. You know, making an appointment probably isn't going to help you because it says it's been printed. And I was like, okay, can you tell me? With this service that I got, how soon will it be here? And he goes, well, I don't know what you paid for. And I said, there's no way for you to look that up. He goes, no. I say, do you usually do you know what usually happens? And he goes, no. And I'm like, what is your guys' freaking job? You know? And so, 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 so it's not so. So this. Even if he knew what you paid for, he yeah. wouldn't know what to tell Dude, you. So this. What I'm assuming is this these people's jobs is literally to make an appointment at a passport facility and nothing else. Nothing else. They have zero other information. It sounds like. Yeah. So I'm like, like they're there to make you feel like something is happening. So I said, who can I call to get this information? And he goes, oh, I don't know. (laughs) And nowhere in the entire passport travel us.org whatever that freaking website was does it have any number except this number this is the only number to call for passports that it's listed yeah and i'm like this is ridiculous then i get an email the day but so it would have been wednesday we needed we needed the passport by 6 p.m thursday to cancel the resort Okay. Paul, this is when we recorded our podcast. Yes. So <laughs> I get an email and it's like, boom, here's your tracking number. And I go, sweet. Look it up. Click it. It works. Expected delivery Thursday by 6 p.m. And I go, this freaking place is going to tell me that my passport is going to be here within minutes of me needing to have it or not. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm out, a, you yeah. know, a pretty penny yeah. for this resort that we yeah. paid for. Top God, notch for resort. God forbid it's like being delivered by like UPS and they're like if you're not watching your window, they just drive past your house and say person wasn't home. They need to pick it up. Well, for, <laughs> I would have been OK with that because I think the UPS store would have opened early enough where I could pick it up the morning before we were leaving. Okay. So as long as I knew it was somewhere in the vicinity that I could get. Sure. And not friggin' Buffalo, New York. Yeah. <laughs> so then, oh, where was that? You have an hour of. There's just... there's an hour difference in the time yeah. I'm supposed to get it and the time we can do it. So uh, just Thursday, all I'm doing is refresh, refresh. Where is it? Refresh. Out for delivery. Oh my god! And it never said out for delivery in your area. It started from the Chicago terminal. Of the post office said out for delivery from there. Oh, man, I can all, totally imagine it being like delivered to your local post office at that oh, point. Exactly. And then have to wait like a whole other day. And then well, and delayed. then there's no way for me to be like, 
if it comes to that post office on Thursday, meaning I'm not going to get it till Friday, there's yeah. no way for me to go there Friday morning and intercept it. Because they're going to be like, no, you're going to get it later today. I'm going to be like, no, you don't understand. I need and there's it probably now. no way for them to get that. No, because there's a million pieces of mail to sort exactly. And I'm pretty sure our post office person, our post, what are they called? Mail carrier? Sure. Does not hit our mailbox every day. I'm pretty sure they skip us. And I don't know why. Because there's days I go there and there's no mail. And then the next day I'll go and it's all held together with a rubber band like we weren't there for a week and they were holding it for us. <laughs> so I don't understand what they do. But I feel like our post office person, do you, post carrier. Do you, do you see them driving through every day? No, I'm well, I'm at work. Oh, that's right. So no. You would have no way of knowing. So I had no way, whatever. And then I check at about 2 p.m. And it says delivered. And I text Carissa, go to the mailbox. And she says, already got it. Because <laughs> she's hitting refresh too, you know? And so we're good. We got it. A few hours to spare. We're happy. We're going to Cancun. Oh, my goodness, dude. The most stressful few hours. Yeah. I forgot you were going to Cancun even. Oh, my goodness. It was oh. it was ridiculous. I meant to circle back. What resort did you go to? Um, It was called The Excellence in the Riviera Maya. Oh, never mind. Because I always like to play the game of like, I wonder if we've been to the same resort or not, but I don't think oh, so. Oh, how many resorts have you been to? Just one. Okay, which one did you go to? I don't know, but it wasn't called The Excellence. Okay. I think this one's kind of newer. Oh, okay. Um, excellent. I mean, it's called Excellence, but Excellent Resort. We had, uh, you know, we went all out. It was our anniversary. It's our fifth anniversary. Yeah. Um, So we had a room that basically our back door walked out to a, pool not a private pool but it was a pool for just the excellence club members which we were yeah. so there's the excellence and then excellence yeah. club so it's we were the, the private pool dude That's... we had private concierges our private pool specific restaurants all this jazz it was pretty cool we didn't probably didn't use it to our as big a, as big of an advantage as we could have or sure. should have even but whatever we had our you know our private pool access which was awesome we did that had a nice day bed off our balcony, had a jacuzzi tub, all that good stuff. Yeah, all that good um, stuff. Private beach. It was private for the club. So there's the yeah, yeah. there was the full beach for everybody, but then we had like our own yeah. part beach. The VIP. The VIP. Exactly. That's what it was. So we did all that. Um, but it was very nice. I got my first ever massage. We did a spa day. Have you ever had a massage? Not, no. Not like, no. So I, I was going to say not a professional massage, but I don't know if I've ever gotten a massage. I've never had a real massage besides from like a girlfriend, you know, uh, yeah. so that like, <laughs> so like the only massages that I've ever had are from other like non-professionals. Never like with oil, definitely never laying down, never any of that. So. Is like just like somebody like pushing their thumbs into my back that's all yeah. i've ever had someone just going bam 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 bam, bam, bam. <laughs> exactly <laughs> hoping for the best so i was like i don't know if i'm super into it but i'm gonna go carissa likes them let's see what's up you know maybe i'll love it and i'll be a massage guy i mean yeah. i will say my body aches all the time so i'm like i maybe i'll be a massage guy and there's nothing you know that could be perfect for me yeah go well, every so couple weeks i could probably find a physical therapy place like in my like uh insurance that would pay for massages every other week or something that'd be dope 
I bet you could find something like that. So, overall, not thrilled. It was oh. good. It was nice. But it wasn't. And maybe I went into it. And here's, here's the thing. I expected to stand up and be like, you know, yeah. like, just like feel like this transformation. You yeah. know? You were going to go in and destroy the broken man. And you were going to come out with, like, the innocence of a baby. Yeah, I thought I was going to be, you know, fresh, like, knew my head yeah. side to side and not feel yeah. nothing and just loosey-goosey. N- did not happen at all. And I don't know if I should have told them to, like, press harder, be more firm. But, like, I felt like she was doing good. I yeah. don't know. I, I did. I, I don't know. So I will say it felt good. Like, it was nice. The yeah. coolest place. <laughs> this is going to be weird. The coolest place that they massaged that I was not expecting it to feel good was my lower leg from my knee to my ankle, like my calf and shin. Yeah. Really nice. Did not expect that. Never, ever have had that rubbed in any type of way. So that was probably my biggest, like, whoa. And my, not so much my neck being massaged, but they sometimes, like, wrap the, like, when you're on your back, they put your head in this towel and, like, pull it out and then, like, wiggle it. I really like that. Like, it wasn't actually a massage, but it, like, loosened up your neck. Okay, yeah. So that was cool. Um, But overall, I mean, I, and, and Carissa did say that it wasn't even, like, the best massage she's had. Like, she's had better ones. So it yeah. could have just been this spa. Yeah. So would I go back? Yeah. I would say I'm more likely to try it again. I'm I'm very I'm also very so, you, so. you gotta apply the board game rule. You gotta do it two or three times before you make an educated yeah. opinion. Yeah. And I was super self conscious about like everything, you know? Like yeah. my hands <clears throat> so because I had this kid virus, hand, foot, mouth. Did I tell you about uh, this? Yeah, 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 yeah. So because of that, my hands and feet where the blisters are just peeled completely. I mean, my hands had zero have. Yeah. Well, they're much better now. But like two weeks ago, no skin on them. Been wearing gloves or anything? <laughs> no, but I probably should have. So like in my feet, same thing. Like it is just pure grossness. So I told him, I said, you know, my hands were halfway decent. And so I said, you know, what, just stay away from my feet. Like don't even touch my feet. Because mm-hmm. I just was subconscious if they, they even looked at them. Yeah. And obviously they could look at them because they're they're there. Yeah. But, like, I just didn't want anything to do with that. You know, I got back knee up the wazoo, so I, like, hate that. And then, like, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I was very self-conscious. But, I don't know. I'm sure they've seen a lot worse. Yeah. Right? Like, like masseuses have had to have seen some crazy shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, as long, I think, like, you show up clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's probably nice. big, too. Yep, yep. There's a good chance you are at least out of the bottom 25%. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, overall, decent, not fantastic, weird having my calves massaged, and shins. Like, they hit your shins for, like, just a second. Because, oh, obviously, it's pure, pure bone, but they got to hit everything. Yeah, that'd And I did enjoy that. I thought that was probably, like, the part where I was like, ooh, I like that. You know, because like the shoulders and back, they can do what they can do. You know, it's not crazy. And maybe, like I said, I needed more pressure, but I didn't know what I could say. You know, <laughs> like, 
like it's I mean, so like, quiet. They got little music going, you, trying to relax. You don't know what you want from a massage, right? It's yeah, like I've never had it's, it. It's like a haircut, just whatever you think looks good. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it was good. So then, uh, yeah, you you do your thing in Mexico. Saw a fire show. Relaxed a ton by the pool and beach. How many people were there? Not, you know what? Not, and I don't. I know it was. It's the middle of October or whatever it is. But yeah. not a lot. I was shocked at how not crowded it felt. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, how much time did you spend in, like, the normie area versus the private area? Only for meals. Only for meals? Well, because you figure the, any pool that we were going to go into, we only mm-hmm. ever went into our pool yeah, we never went sure. into like the public public but even when you were walking around those pools weren't super full and then when you'd go to the beach yeah like i would say like 90 percent of the the like chairs they had out were probably full during like peak hours mm-hmm. but like when you were that we went I, we were there early in the morning nobody in the afternoons no dude at freaking five five o'clock that whole resort was dead dead Hmm. nobody's on the beach because everybody's getting ready for dinner right yeah. all the restaurants opened up at about 5 30 dead nobody's in the pool so like after we would go eat dinner early at 5 30 so after dinner we'd get back about seven and nothing else really happens till about nine so from like seven to eight we would go in our pool be the only ones in there it's nighttime you're just looking up at the stars warm water yeah. beautiful nobody's dude this place was dead it was awesome. So that's that is awesome. That's and even during the day, it just never felt crowded. Like it was never loud. And I know people are probably off resort doing uh like excursions and stuff. We didn't do any of that. We just wanted to do the relaxing. Yeah, but still, that's um, the thing that throws me off the most about like a vacation to resort or a cruise is like I don't want to deal with the crowd of people. Yes, I can't stand people. I, I, I will tell you, when I say I'm shocked, I was shocked at how empty this place felt. Yeah. We like, never waited for a meal. Well, I mean, we hit dinners as soon as they opened. But, like, even the – um. so they have, like, the, the nice restaurants, and then there's, like, the yeah, – The ones you need to make a reservation. The buffet. Yeah, yeah. And then there's, like, the buffet for, for like, everybody. They're yeah. norms. <laughs> and, but there was, like, never even – like, that was always open. Yeah. So it was it was very interesting. I was I, I could not believe how open this place felt. That's good. And I don't know if it's just the time of year we went or what, but awesome. That's really good. It's like yeah. See you with the airplanes, you know, like as you get older, you can't stand them more and more. For me, it's crowds, and I've never liked crowds to begin with. Now hate I, crowds. Hate crowds. Hate how many people to you before you begin getting before it's a crowd? Like for because like for me, once you get over six people in an area, I begin to get anxious. Well, it depends on the room or the air, you know, the area that you're in, right? So obviously, yeah. like a resort, I can't put a number on it, yeah. but I would say more than like 50 people per square, 50 feet or something like yeah, that. Like I, that's see, too many. You see, to put a number on it is hard. Like I say, like when people are together in a space we can all picture what that means right in our heads yeah i think over six maybe over eight i begin to say i begin to think to myself 
this is too many people. I need to go outside and take a breather. Yeah, I would say mine is more less about the people and more about the noise. So, like, I don't care if if it's 10 people, but it's quiet. I'm OK. If it's 10 people and everybody's having their own conversation, I need to step out. Yeah. See, I, I, for me, it can be quiet and it helps a little, but just. A certain amount of people, I just got to step right. away. Yeah. So why is that? Why, I, do we, I, why do we need to do that, Frank? Because people suck. And nobody like wants a, to be around people. Like a, <laughs> do you have that, like, with friends? Because I've had, like, I'm hanging out with, you know, my closest friends, having a great time, and I still just need to take a moment to step out. Uh, again, it's about noise. I could be with everybody that I love. If it gets too loud, I need to step away. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I huh, hate, yeah. I just, every conversation, that's why it's like, and Rob hates this, is like, when we're, playing a game or something and there's music on in the background i can't do that and i'm starting to think i have like um uh asperger's or something i think it's like misophonia is like i don't know well not but like i feel like like a a weird adhd type deal where it's like i get overstimulated yeah i'm sure i mean i don't doubt it i'm you know so i feel like yeah i can't have music on in the background for many things like there's a guy at work we share i share an office with two other guys and he is constantly listening to music yeah. and i'm like dude i can't do this because one i can't concentrate on what i'm doing two i want to sing every song like you know it's like that's that's why i can't listen to music it yeah. needs to be super mundane work for me to have music on and it's like at work i need to call people so now it's like Hold on, let me step out of the office and call people. But it's also like he leaves it on when he leaves the office. I'll come in there and you can tell he hasn't been in there for an hour and the music is still on. So wait, he's not even like listening in headphones. He's just like straight up listening. Like, oh, yeah, it's just on in the speakers off his computer. That's 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 just poor office etiquette. Yeah, I know. So then. I if it's like super Monday, so like anytime he leaves it on, I'll just go turn it off, right? Yeah. So he always says something. So then I'm doing this like super mundane thing where I'm literally just copying one list and putting it in a different order, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just on two Excel sheets doing moving shit around, but I'm listening to music because I don't need to concentrate. I'm just looking at numbers and putting them in an order, yeah. right? I'm not like typing the numbers. I'm literally just moving things around. Yeah. And it's mundane enough to where I'm like, I'm going to turn on my music just to let me sing to myself because I can sing to myself and do this. Yeah. And he walked in and he goes, whoa, look who's listening to music. Mr. Hates music. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Different scenarios, man. This is mundane. I can't this. Yeah. And as soon as it gets complicated, I have to pause my music. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it's. uh yeah, maybe maybe you do got something there. But I will say, going back, because this just popped in my head while we were talking about flying. The plane coming home was clearly a newer plane. And it had these blue LEDs along the top above the uh where the where do those things go? The luggage. The so luggage trays. The compartments. Yeah, the little luggage trays that they have that you put your carry-ons in and then it closes. There's like a little inlet above those, and it was like these cool blue LEDs, okay? And then it had like a little one, so it looked like different ovals. Like there were three sets of ovals throughout the aircraft. Okay. It made this plane 
seems so new and futuristic that it actually eased my mind a second. Interesting. Like, I'm sitting there, and I was like, man, this thing looks legit. And I go, this is fine. Okay. Because I felt like it was so futuristic and, like... Nothing could go wrong. Not that nothing could go wrong, but it felt, like, technologically advanced. Like, it felt like... You ever seen those pictures from the 50s or 60s, even, where they think planes will look like in 10 years? Yeah. And it's, like, super futuristic. Like, that's what it felt like. Where I was like, whoa, these lights? Like, wow. And they had, like... (laughs) What, did these lights have a purpose, or were they just lights? No, they were literally just decorative blue LED lights. Probably, like, if you were shut all the lights off and they were there, like, kind of like an ambient light. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But that's all they were. Purely yeah. ambient. No no purpose whatsoever. But to me, that eased my mind. And I was like, wow. Like, this looks fancy. Yeah. Feel, I feel like you got to just start flying in, like, business class. I need first class, like, baby. Right? And then you'll you'll feel perfect. You'll feel great. Yeah. But... I saw something probably like two hours ago, honestly, on the internet. Um, speaking of super futuristic lights, this guy had eye cancer, mm-hmm. and so he lost one of his eyes. Okay. So he put an LED to use as a flashlight in his eye. That's dope. So dude had so like, and then like there's like demos of him like you know showing it off. So he like turns off all the thing. Friend dude looks like a freaking cyborg. The, he turns the light on. It looks. It's. So how did he turn it on though? I think he has a button or whatever, and like he can remove it. Because how it in, cool it would out. it be if he could just like focus and turn it on and off? Oh, just like squeeze really hard on like <laughs> just really like orbital. Yeah, that would be so funny. Yeah. Or like a clapper. <laughs> oh, me and Rob had a clapper, dude. That was the worst month <laughs> of living with him. Like we would literally just go back and forth, clap, 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 clap. And it would, there was a point where it was super sensitive. It was like if you moved in bed and you like accidentally like hit the wall, it would turn on or off. Was it not adjustable? Yeah, the sensitivity was adjustable. So I think it was like, it would like, you know, crank itself up or down. So it just ran itself up or down. Okay. The sensitivity. Or maybe somebody was screwing with us. But I felt like sometimes it was like impossible when you had to like clap, clap. But then other times you could like snap your finger and it'd be like, it was fun, but man, <laughs> what a what a cool idea, dude! That thing was. I wonder who invented that and how much money they made. Not enough. First of all, the answer is they did not make enough money. Whoever it was, you don't think so? No, because it's such a fun idea. I had a version of a clapper on my computer in college. <laughs> it sounds, but like you'd be playing your music or whatever on iTunes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you could signal to the camera with your hand like this would like tell it to stop. And if you made like a fist like this, it would like skip songs like you would just do different hand signals to like your computer camera and it would like stop or resume or skip or the volume would go up or the volume would go down like it was badass. That is crazy. It's, there's some cool stuff out there. I was thinking of Wikipedia and their donate to us <laughs> trying to figure out who Clapper is. Let's see here. Clapper, 1984. Wow. That's longer than, I would have guessed, like, 1988. Like, I know that's not a huge difference, but it's a significant difference. Clap on, clap off. The clapper. 
I want to know what this guy's network is. Joseph P. Dot. We're looking up who invented the clapper here on Backyard Pod. Joseph P. Dot. Net worth. Because he had to have, like, sold it and made a shit ton of money, right? Uh, it's one of the things yeah. that... Sure. Okay, so it just comes up with that uh, company. Joseph Enterprises. Uh, he had the the clapper. Doesn't tell me how much money he made, though. That's what I want. I want to know how much money that guy you made. See, I mean, he's he, got to be rich. He, he bought the patent. The clapper was invented by a, Ch- a Carlisle Stevens and a Dale Reamer. Hmm. Hold right. on. But anyway. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? The clapper was sold since 1984. Oh. That's this guy. They were issued a patent. In 1996. Hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works either. The new one? Oh, this guy did the Chia Pet, too. I see. Okay, you see, this, clearly this man is a genius. <laughs> the first Chia Pet is not patented, patented. I don't think, as far as infomercials go, from that period of time, is there anything more iconic than the Chia Pet and the Clapper? No. I mean, no. I mean, this was like 80s, early 90s. The first Chia Pet, the Chia Guy, was distributed in the 1977. So, like, when did that? There's no way. I can't think of anything like. Think of slogans like those. The Chia didn't have a slogan. I mean, like, like the only thing that comes close even nowadays is like flex tape. Yeah, and even those, they're so infomercially. Infomer- I mean, info- those were whatever. those were infomercially too. It's just like I can't think of an infomercial that's as but, iconic. Yeah, they weren't as infomercially though. They were more just like acted out. You know, I, I don't know. They were good. I liked, but well, yeah, good stuff. Good things. Not as technologically advanced as my airplane, but a clapper. <laughs> Little do you know, the pilot flies the plane via claps. Via, via claps. Up, down, up, down. <laughs> oh, no, don't do that. I'm going to get worried now. He stops now. clapping, the plane begins to <laughs> He stops clapping. <laughs> that sounds dangerous. All right, I'll drop this up, Andrew. Yeah. You got a final number for us, Frank? The show's over now. But don't lose your tempers. Here's one more thought. It's the final numbers. I do. So... <clears throat> While on my journey through the passports <laughs> agency, yes, I was had to call the post office, like I said. Yeah. And they do something that I think every single company should, and it's not new by any means. It's not probably something fancy, and it's probably something that's been done for a number of years that I have never experienced. But I think that every single company should do. Yeah, I already know what you're going to say. What is it? They offer duck stamps. No. (laughs) Yes, but no. They let you choose your hold music. They say you're on hold. Press one for rock and roll. Press two for classics. Press three for country. Plus four for hip hop. Dude, it was amazing. I, I want some hip hop. <laughs> Dude, they let you pick the number and you could choose what kind of music you wanted to listen to. 
I'm willing to bet it was really shitty customer service, but just the fact that you could pick your music, you didn't even Oh, you think I was in a good mood for picking my music (laughs) that I didn't care what they said? That's funny. Hey, and it could be, you know, that could be half the thing. I mean, it was just interesting. They were like, you will be on hold for 12 minutes. Please select your hold music. In 30 years of life, I've never been able to pick my own hold music. Okay, so see, I was like, I'm sure this is nothing new, but it was awesome. Yeah. That's that's incredible. It was. I'm sure there's some fun options you can do to mess with people too. Like, let's say you and me start a business and we put people on hold because we have that many customers, right? Oh, dude, I would be. That would be. I would be like, press one for hip hop, press two for country, press yeah. three to hear Andrew say blah blah, <laughs> exactly. blah over and over. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, wh- we could have some real fun. Press with Press four like, to hear the duck song. Yeah. <laughs> Press five to hear whales singing. Like. Yeah, like just some weird ass shit. That would be. A, I wish I would have listened to all the options. I just heard country music and I hit that at like three or four. But I wonder how many they had. You should call back just to be on hold and report back. Uh, maybe. The problem is, is like, what if I don't need to go on hold and I'm? They're like, what do you need? I'm like, ah. <laughs> I, don't I just want to listen to the music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then it was. Oh, yeah. So it was really cool though. I was I was very surprised, and I'm sure other companies do it, but you know what? The post office, there you yeah. go, man. Yeah, post office in the year 2022 still innovating. They hey, they there's a reason they're innovators. They're still around. There's a reason they're still around. There's a reason they're not going away. Elevator industry, you need to pay attention. You're next for the pick your own music. That's dope. I just wish there was like, you know what I'm waiting for while you brought that up, just because it's in my head. You remember Cash Cab? Yeah. I'm waiting for that on an elevator. But like they go to the top floor and then as people go down, it's like you have 15 floors to answer questions for money. And I'm sure there's like some knockoff YouTube video of that. And whoever comes in the elevator can help you out. Yeah. That'd be fun. Um, No risk of hitting anyone with your Cash Cab, which is why they canceled that show. Right. Isn't that cool? That's a good that's a good idea, Frank. Right, I like let's it. Let's do that. We'll start that. Yeah. So that'll Elevator be our business. Cash. Call us on hold and pick your music. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, there's always room for one more at the backyard bonfire. That's supposed to be a whale. That's option number four.